Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. I am your boy, Pablo the Canadian. And I'm your boy, Duchala. And we are the Forum Millennials. Welcome, yes, welcome. What's going on, man? Hey, guys. Hey, a lot, man, a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's been an interesting uh, Thanksgiving week for me. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet. Um, and I say that because I um, had uh, an in-law pass. Oh, no, um, Unfortunately, man. yeah, um, the day before uh, Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, that's unfortunate. Um, but... Um, you know, we kind of pushing through. Yeah. So uh, that happened. Um, and this, and, and it's funny, you know, just kind of talking about death. So um, my cousin that passed last year, probably a couple of, it will be the anniversary of his, of his death in a couple more weeks. Okay. And um, we always used to spend Thanksgiving with him and his family, like all the time. So right. this is just kind of weird, you know, being one of those first few years where not being able to do that. Right. So. You know, there's that. But, I mean, besides that, I mean, it, it was a good Thanksgiving, had fun, um, you know, enjoyed time with family. Man, I'm sorry, man. I hope the family comes through, man, I, I, or at least, you know, uh, they push along and, and stay positive. And yeah, appreciate obviously, that. Obviously, you appreciate know, that. They're no longer, he's, family members are no longer in pain, which is the biggest thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm not quite sure how they passed, but... Um, you know, it's unfortunate we don't want to lose anybody, man. But you know, yeah, my heart man. goes out to the yeah. fam. So, yeah, and, uh, family members in Jamaica. So, okay. of course, you probably know about like the whole background with how you know the business of death is handled yeah. in Jamaica. It's yes. very much different yes. than um, than America. So, yes. I'll just leave it at that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I uh, when my great grandmother passed, um, it was a huge event. Um, so yeah, we, we don't, we don't, uh, we take death very seriously, just like a lot of people do, but it's, we still want to celebrate the life of that person. It, yep, it touches yep. us very deeply. So yep, yep. my heart goes out to you, man. Yep, appreciate that. Appreciate Other that. Other than that, uh, your Thanksgiving was good. Thanksgiving was good. Um, so Black Friday. No, you Friday. destroyed that diet. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh yeah. man. I had, shit, I need to go work out. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. Yeah, man, but uh, you know, Black Friday, man, all uh, commercialism happened. Um, what did you cop, man? I so I, I told myself I wasn't really gonna do anything this Black Friday. I didn't get too carried away. Yeah, um, just with plans and things that I'm trying to accomplish for the new year. Okay, but I, 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 I got you know that gamer life will get to you. So yeah, I man. cop Dishonored two. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I would great deal on it. I think it was like. 20 bucks. Yeah. And then I I have a sound bar for my TV that yep. I bought like I think like maybe a year and a half ago and I never got the subwoofer for it. Uh, and it was just too expensive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. um I ended up getting um like a 600 watt uh Man, that thing makes all the difference. Subwoofer, <laughs> wireless subwoofer that I yeah. I got with taxes and everything for like 40 bucks. Wow. So I was like, "Okay, this makes sense." Um but yeah, no, that that was really it, man. I didn't get too carried away. I kind of just kept it simple. Okay. Um, I got everything I need, man. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I really, really got everything I need. Yeah. So nothing too carried away. Well, that's um, cool. I think I helped some family members look for some options yeah. for Black Friday. And my uncle bought a um, he bought a seventy-five inch Samsung. Ooh. Um, four K LED, bad joint. Mm. I think he got it for like. 
thirteen hundred dollars. Okay, brand new. That's that's a pretty good. So price. I was like, you know what? I'm not buying anything major, but I'm gonna celebrate in in your success right yeah. now <laughs> and what you benefited from. Yeah, so, yeah. but that's it. Not, nothing really crazy, man. I just ate a lot. My dad came down. I think I said that last show um, for Thanksgiving. Um, so when West Indian people get together, there's a lot of there's a lot of rum. Yeah, there's a lot of food, a lot of music, a lot of arguing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But that's it, man. Just hung that's out, and kept it simple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't cop too too much yeah. Black Friday. Um, of course, I got presents for the fam. Yeah. Um, so always try to do that because you know there's just kind of pretty some good some good sales on certain things. Um, besides that, um, I did get um, Destiny Two. Hey, I got it today though hey. because Amazon is still um, doing Cyber Monday. Though. Oh, you know we're going. Basically, to hell. yeah, they're they're extending it. You know we're week. binging on Destiny Two, bro. <laughs> Online is yeah. gonna be official. We just need to get uh, Jan in there, man. I know, right? Yeah, man. Shout out to Jungle Jan. Yeah, man. man. We'll, we'll get him. We'll get him the game, and uh, he'll jump in with us as well. Too. He will. He will. <laughs> and I think we're done with the stores. I don't think we're. I don't think there's any reason to go. And buy anything at the store anymore. Oh, no. I think it's just yeah, e-commerce, online shopping is the way to go. Exactly. Yeah, everything was e-commerce for me except for one thing. Um, I did get a good deal on a Hawks hoodie. Okay. Um, at Phillips Arena. So speaking of which, went uh, to see the Hawks for the first time this season. Okay. Um, I've been in the past. You know, always kind of try to support the home team. Yeah. But, bruh, they suck. Yeah, like, dude. Terribly. I uh, terrible. What kills me is that they beat Cleveland a couple weeks ago. They beat Cleveland in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. They're, they're, I, man, <laughs> it's 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 so bad. Um, we we played Toronto when I went to go see them. It was this past Saturday, and um, at one point we were down by like forty. Yeah. And um, man, my wife and I, we just ended up leaving like probably at the top of the fourth quarter. And the game ended up being like one twelve to seventy eight. Yeah, bro. The Raptors is they they've been beast in the yeah. last few years. They've yeah, come yeah. around. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm from the T dot. Don't get me wrong. I love the Hawks, but, bro, it's it's when you start getting your ass whooped like that, you gotta yeah, you're gonna have to reprioritize. You're yeah, gonna have man. to re. So let's let's pray for. Um, uh, it's funny because tomorrow actually Cavs come into town. Yep. To face them, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, speaking know. of the Cavs, your boy LeBron <laughs> finally got ejected. Not oh, finally, yeah. but I, I don't know. I kind of feel some type of way because I'm Me like, too. Well, well, I, he is quite possibly, ar- you know, arguably the best player in the league right now, if not the best player in the league right now. Right. And he does get a lot of shit for for getting away with traveling a lot, and with the way he acted with the ref, I think it kind of I don't know if it was called for but he got ejected for the first time in his career. Yeah, yeah. And um it's funny. I mean, I was talking to some of my coworkers about that uh this morning and um when it comes to ejections and what refs call text on, it it just seems so subjective. It really is. Um so I I don't know if it was SportsCenter or Bleacher Report, but one of them kind of got a quote from the ref yeah. and what his reasoning was. He basically said, "Well, he punched at the air in my direction." And he said some vulgarities in my ear. But that's and the game. That's why I kicked him out. That's the game, though. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, your life is not threatened oh, when you're on the court. Man. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 just. I just think that either the ref just felt the need to flex a little bit. Yeah. And 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 puff up his chest and say he was the guy that did it. I don't think it was called for. Yeah. Um. 
but just in the back of my head, I'm just kind of like, there's a lot of shit that LeBron has gotten away with, like a lot. Yeah. So it's like almost as if the universe is like finally like, we're gonna get you. Yeah. Over yeah. something as minuscule as bold as hell too. Man. Yeah, I, he he's it was in Cleveland. Yeah, you gonna you gonna eject that man? Yeah, <laughs> like like in the, his home state. <laughs> right, like the ref. I wouldn't be surprised if my man got some threats if he oh, hasn't man. already. Come, bro. I'm sure he you got some shit. <laughs> you know, but you know, did, did he deserve it? I don't think so. But you know, it's just. But it out, is outstanding it is. record though, because uh, LeBron's been playing since what 2003, yeah, and he's just now just now getting ejected for the right. first time. Exactly, so, speaks volumes. And he, he typically does keep his composure for the most part. So right, right, right. But anyway, man, on on to our topic for the day. Oh yes, uh, we're gonna dig a little deep for y'all. Not as deep as uh, as a couple episodes ago, but <laughs> but we're gonna talk about some fatherhood, man. What it's like to be a dad. You know, our, our experiences so far and and what it was like for us when we were kids, you know, but yeah. but now that we're dads, you know, what does all that mean? So uh, uh, we're dads, man. You, you're you one up on me right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think um, you be, you probably became a dad before I did. You, I did. But I, I just did. happen to have more kids than yes, you right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yep. So, um, um, I mean, for me, Duchala, I have two kids. Mm. Um, my oldest is my princess. Uh, she's six. And then my youngest, um, uh, Duchala Jr., <laughs> he just turned two. So um, yeah, um, it's been it's been an interesting ride. So yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, what I became a dad for the first time at twenty seven. Yeah. Now, so yeah, it's been it's been interesting. Um, it's a beautiful thing, though. It is. It is. And it's funny because I've always wanted to be a dad. Yeah. I've always wanted ever since I could remember. I always wanted to be a dad. Yeah. Um, I used to tell my wife, though, that um, I want four kids. This was before we even got married. I want four kids. I want four <laughs> kids. Um, had our first. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking I'm, I'm good on this one kid right here. Yeah. And then surprise, surprise, kid number two came. And I'm just like, hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> Could have rolled with the sure. punches right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely roll with the punches. But um, yeah, man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade either one of those two for the world, man. How would you say the experience is, man, um, like having the relationship between your son and your daughter? Like, I know, obviously, you know, it's different. One's a boy, one's a girl, obviously. Yeah. But, like, how do you – because I don't have that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? How do you differentiate that level of love and care? Like, how's, yeah. how do you approach yeah, yeah. both kids? Um, <clears throat> So it's probably almost the same. Okay. You know, I'm like with both of them, I'm just as as affectionate with both of them. Yeah. Um, still get kisses from my son, kisses from my daughter. Um, it's interesting though. Um, sometimes I do think, and this is just the the bias in me, hmm. I have less patience for my son than I do for my daughter. And that would just maybe be that daddy's girl yeah, you know, type yeah. scenario. Yeah. You know, she can pretty much burn down the house. I'm just be like, it's okay. It's <laughs> he fine. said burn down it's the fine. house. It's fine. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get another one. You know, my my son can throw a, a toy across the room. I'm just like, what the fuck are and you doing? And he gets all the shit. <laughs> he gets it all. Right. But um, but but for the most part though, um, you know, I really try to, you know, treat them equally the same. Yeah. Um, with my daughter, like um, even before I had my son, like we would kind of do, you know, stereotypical like things guys would do. You know, yeah. she'll sit down and watch sports with me. She'll watch me play video games. You know, we'll 
we'll play rough, right. you know, just those different things like that. So as far as from that aspect, um, it's kind of the same. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think the the, the biggest thing is probably uh, the the level of patience. But mm-hmm. then again, at the same time, I'm like, well, you're you're gonna have to be patient with a two year old, <laughs> regardless. Right? There's there's, yeah. just, there's just some things that they'll do. This it's if if you lose your cool all the time, you know you you'll have gray hairs, and I'm I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I will say, man, that I you know. Uh, I don't have obviously I don't have a little girl. I just I have a ten year old boy. Um, AJ is his name. I brought him up a couple times. Um, I start he I had him when I was twenty three, um, so he's ten now. I'm thirty three now, um, which it's a decade since I've had a child. Wow! Like it's you a vet, bro? I really am. No, I mean my kid is in double digits, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like when he was, so when he when I found out that you know. My my wife at the time was pregnant, um, which is funny because which is funny because we had actually separated for a little while. We had some mm-hmm. issues and we were still seeing each other. And so he was conceived during a point where we were still separated. So at that point, it was like, okay, I want to, you know, let let's let's not raise our child in a broken home. So let's right. get back together. Let's make it work. Yeah. And I've I've touched on it before that, you know, we made it work because of that reason, which is not always a good thing. But again, it's neither here or there. That, that's a whole that's another episode. Um, so when he was born, uh, October 16th, wee hours in the morning, I can't remember the exact time. I'm pretty sure y'all will kill me for this. Sorry, ladies. Not that detailed with the details. I'm just saying. Um, I, I didn't always want to be a dad. I was fond of kids, but I just didn't know how to approach them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of, obviously it's foreign, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew that I was going to be a dad one day. I just, it was just off. And, you know, my mom was a fantastic mother. She was in my life. My dad wasn't around that often. I didn't really have a strong relationship with him. So by me having a child, there was no connection yet. Um, until when she did get pregnant, it freaked me out at first. Like, I was scared shitless. I called Dot. I said, bro, she's pregnant. Like, I was nervous. I was yeah. scared to death. Yeah. And then once we got back together... Um, my just this instinct kicked in. Mm-hmm. And so I was constantly talking to him. Um, I, 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 I knew he was a boy. I was constantly talking to him. I used to put microphones on this on her stomach. Okay. So he would listen to music. Yeah. I would have conversations with him. Um, just I just knew that this is what I had to do. And the day that he was born, um, I him like I remember him coming out. He didn't say anything, or not say anything. He didn't make a sound. His eyes were closed. His mouth was closed. And he wasn't a still baby or anything. He was just mm-hmm. calm when he came out. So he came out, and the doctor had him. And I said, hey, buddy. His eyes opened, and he smiled. And I, I think I've said this before. My pride, my ego, yeah. my confidence went through the roof. Mm-hmm. You could not tell me shit. <laughs> Fatherhood kicked in automatically. Right. And it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. Yeah. And uh, it's a bond that you have with your your child is like no other bond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've always had a bond with my dad, even though we didn't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, For some strange reason, I instinctively 
respected him and loved him. Right. If I even if I didn't want to, I just did. Yeah, yeah. That same amount of love that I wanted him to give me, I gave to my son. Yeah. Like I vomited all over it. It was just love was everywhere. And so that that feeling of fatherhood, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this though. I do want a little girl. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> when AJ turned six, like he just didn't want me to even hug him. Oh wow. He just became super independent. He's a very intelligent child. Yeah. And so he just he just wouldn't it just stopped. Mm-hmm. I I'm like, but I'm your dad, dude. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. come here. Like I wanna <laughs> kiss your face. I'm gonna yeah. bite your cheeks. <clears throat> he started losing all the baby fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? So I'm yeah. like, but I, you know, I kinda wanna love on my kid and yep, I yep, can't. Yep, yep. And now he's ten, I can't hug him. Oh, he wants man. to dap me up and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what up, what come here, man. <laughs> you know, and my ex-girlfriend, she had two little girls. So that was my closest understanding of what it's like mm-hmm. to have a daughter. Yeah. Little girls are, man, I love little girls, though. Yeah. You know, they're just so cool. Um, so they're not, <clears throat> some. they're really not necessarily super needy. Right. Um, it's crazy. You know, like I, like I said, you know, a lot of times where with my son, for instance, I can be downstairs playing video games, right. whatever. And he'll be okay for like five minutes. Right. Then he'll immediately need my attention, want me to go into the playroom with him, right. you know, do all this type of stuff. My daughter, ever since she was a, just a little girl, you know, I can be sitting down playing video games and she'll just kind of sit down right next to me. Either she'll watch me yeah. or she'll you know probably get a book or something or get a tablet and just sit there and chill. Do you think she got that from you or from, from Jay? Um... In terms of her personality traits. Personality traits. It's funny because, you know, I'm kind of thinking about it. She has a little bit of both okay. of us. Um, she has where me, like, you know, I can sit still for a long time and just, you know, just kind of chill. Yeah. You know, like I never really needed that much attention or anything like that. So she gets that from me. Right. Um, she gets um, a little bit of her shyness a little bit from me as well, too. Okay. But I think she gets her... Her independence, just mm. her fierceness, and mm-hmm. just her um, confidence—that's mm-hmm. all from her mom. Okay. That's that. Yeah, that's that's all her genetic makeup. So that that doesn't come <laughs> for me at all. So and I and I'm appreciative of, of that. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm I'm glad for that. But yeah, man, it's uh it's interesting though. You know, just having having both. Um, you know, fortunately for me, you know, she's six, but she still kind of wants to love on me. Yeah. Wants me to come still sleep in her room. Yeah. So I'm just like, man, how many more years do I have of this where I'm going to have to give this up? Because I know it's going to come. It's going to come. <laughs> yeah. I, you, hey, look, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's so funny because I, I knew when I was, before AJ was born, I was very selfish with my time. Like, I enjoyed my peace. I enjoyed yeah, playing yeah, my video yeah. games. I enjoyed, you know, uh, just having my me time. And so, you know, I, I like I remember feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And so now like like AJ wasn't like that. Like he didn't want me to be in his room all the time. He he wasn't needy. Like AJ was very independent as a child. He didn't mind being loved on. He just didn't ask for it. Ah, gotcha. And so, you know, and so when I do want to spend time with him or when I did want to spend time with him, he kind of wanted me to stay off of him. Mm-hmm. He was the same thing. Like he would sit there, and I would sit there. We play video games together and wrestle with one mm-hmm. another. Um, when AJ was a baby, he, like at around two years of age, 
between two and five, he started, he loved being played with rough. Like I used to pick him up and throw him like six feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would be in one end of the room and throw him midair onto the bed. Mm Mm-hmm. And he would laugh so hard, he yeah. would choke. Yeah. And I used to hold his legs behind the back of my head, and he would be upside down, almost like he's about to be dropped. Mm-hmm. And he would just laugh hysterically. Yeah. And so, you know, that was his way of, uh, of, of feeling connected to me. I got you. Yep. But me hugging him and kissing him, he was cool with it, but he just was like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah, yeah. Pick me up and throw me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, but he's, it's crazy because he's very sensitive. Mm. Like, if he, if he, if I hold him accountable to something, like I don't even have to yell at him. Like I'd be like, talk to your grandmother like that one more time. But dad, tear. Yeah. I didn't, I just said, don't talk to your grandmother. If you, I, don't talk to her like that. I didn't yell at him. Mm-hmm. I didn't threaten him. It was just, don't talk, if, don't talk to her like that again. <clears throat> it's that, I think it's that um, level of disappointment. Yeah. That hearing that's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's the disappointment. <laughs> and he, and and that's that's a constant reminder mm-hmm. that he feels he respects me he loves me yeah. he see he feels the connection and so it's a constant reminder that my my son looks up to me right that he loves me so it's it's nice but i'm like you're 10 but i still see you like you're 5 yeah 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 i definitely get that is there um for you is there parts of his personality that he gets from you mm-hmm. that you're like I hate it because I know that's all me. Yes, and I can't stand. Yes, it. <laughs> absolutely, bro. Are you kidding me? He, uh, he, um, he's a goofball. Like yeah. he's he's silly to the point where sometimes where I don't want him to be silly. Like I'm trying to be. A lot of people who who truly know me know I'm a very stern parent when the time is right. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I don't I just don't tolerate certain things. I don't want him disrespecting his mother. You know, any of the women. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, how he conducts himself, um, being respectful and, and, you know, making sure he walks with his chest high, his head high, mm-hmm. shaking hands, addressing people, saying thank you, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, things like that. I'm very stern with him, so I don't want him falling out of line. But there are times where he will be so silly that it's like now is not the time for that shit. Yeah. Like you need to smarten up. And and I, I don't blame him because he's he has a very carefree per, carefree personality. Um, and so it irritates me sometimes when he, when he just completely acts out in a very silly manner, almost as if he just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's very blunt. He's, he's kind of like me, like I'll say things without speaking or without thinking sometimes. And so I kind of have to catch him on that, but it's a character trait. It's a, it's, it's a level of intelligence that comes with it. Yeah. So I kind of have to respect the fact that he's an intelligent child. So when he says something, he's speaking his mind. Yeah. And he kind of gets a lot of that from me, um, but <laughs> it's funny because my mom will be like, "Well, you were like that too." Yeah. Like you know, now you're getting you see what I went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I get it, mom, <laughs> but I'm not gonna just sit here and let it stand by. Like I have to correct them, like you corrected mm-hmm. me. And she's like, I just want you to experience the shit that I put you through. Yeah. Or that you put me through. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I think with me, the one thing that I see in my kids that from our own personality that I don't like. It's just I'm very, I'm a very stubborn person. Yeah, like very stubborn. Right. And once I have something in my head, well, you can I, 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 you can either call it stubbornness or you can call it conviction. Whatever yeah. you know, it, 
<laughs> you know, tomato, 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 tomato. <laughs> and so it's like I noticed that with yeah. both of them, you know, they're very stubborn and sometimes it's good, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's bad. You know, it's good to the fact that, you know, they don't really give up easily on a lot of different things. Right. So they'll keep trying and keep trying until they get it. But then it's like stubbornness to the point where, like, I'm telling you as your father mm-hmm. that that's not the best decision to make right. right now. But yet you're still making that decision. Right. And I'm just watching everything implode on you right now. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I'm like, that's that's straight my personality. Yeah. And it's it's the <laughs> one of the, the not really the serious thing, but the one thing that, that bothers me the most that, I, I, again, it's it's he got it from me is it. He's very hard on himself. Mm, he does okay. not like to disappoint people. Yeah. Um, he's he's very selfless. He he wants to ensure you're okay, mm-hmm. um, and that when he doesn't succeed at something, he it, he takes it to heart, mm. um, which is something that I have I have I've been that way for as long as I can remember to the point to where it, it was a contributing factor to my anxiety, and so when I see him uh, act that way. I feel for him because I'm like, I know why you're doing it. You got it from me. Yeah. But it's okay to fuck up. Like, it's okay to yep. make a mistake. Yep. You know, let it go as long as you come at it the next time a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. This is what you should do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me give you an example. So, you know, it's a commendable trait, but it's also if without the proper uh, mentorship from me. Yeah. Uh, it's something that can spiral out of control. And I think that's the important thing about being a father is we play such a important role in our children's lives in, in a lot of aspects that the mother, it's not that she can't, it's just there has to be a masculine trait involved. There has to be yeah. something there that that a child needs that in a lot of instances the mother just can't give. Yeah. Um, there has to be that balance between how we may think things a little bit more logically than emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it creates that balance. That's one thing I, I didn't have was I, I everything, I spiraled out of control emotionally. I lashed out because I didn't have that balance yeah. because how my mother reacted to certain things was a trait that I acquired and I reacted emotionally in a certain way. I gotcha. And so then as I got older <clears throat> and became a man, I said, Fuck emotions is gonna kill me one day. I, I need to just cut my emotions off versus harnessing them and just be cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so bottling it up. Mm. And so, which again, once again, played a, a contributing factor to the anxiety. So I gotcha. That's that's one that's the cool thing about being a father is is I now get to see what I did wrong mm-hmm. and fill in that gap for AJ. Yep. And and I wish it was still in the same household, but it is what it is. Um, but that's the cool thing I like about your situation is the kids get to grow up and have both. Yeah. And have that constant balance every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, though, too. You know, I, the more I kind of think about it, because in my household, it's pretty much kind of like what you just described. Yeah. Well, in the household I grew up in, yeah. you know, with um, I did grow up with my dad. Sure. Um, yeah, both of my parents were both in the um, household. Both of my parents were very active, you know, in my my life and my brother's lives as well, too. Um, but it was very much yin and yang, you know, just kind of like how you were saying. And, you know, <clears throat> mother kind of be very um, loving and caring, nurturing, 
all those, um, you know, stereotypical traits that you would expect from a mom. Yeah. You know, then fa- father was basically, you know, taking care of the household, you know, working at sometimes, you know, two or three jobs at a time, yeah. you know, to kind of make sure food's on the table. We have clothes, you know, clothes on our backs and, you know, all that good stuff, you yeah. know, roof over, over our heads. But I think there was a little bit lack of maybe sometimes empathy mm-hmm. on my dad's part and, yeah. you know, kind of sometimes, um, I guess the word I'm trying to say is like kind of more kind of like that caring aspect yeah but not to say my dad didn't care about us because right. he, he really did it was just his certain way of showing it right it's just different yeah so you know i kind of took all those experiences and i said you know what i want to take these aspects of my dad and you know kind of um emulate that with my kids mm-hmm. but these other certain aspects and eh, not so much. I'll remix it a little bit and make it my own. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 different with me. You know, um, and you know, and for for various different circumstances. So like for instance, my dad, um, he used to work like um, odd hours. Like he would go to work like later on in the afternoon and come home like later on in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, we didn't get to see him during the week, right. mostly on the weekends, but. We were always in constant contact with him. Called every single night, yeah. checking on us, saying, "Okay, did you take care of your homework? How'd you do in school? You know what's going on. Um, make sure you're not giving your mother any grief. Right? <laughs> you know, different things like that. But you know, with me, you know, fortunately enough, you know, I have a job where I'm basically working your your regular nine to five. So yeah, you know, I'm able to kind of send my kids off to school in the morning, kind of see them when I get back home. So have a little bit of that um, FaceTime." A lot more of my kids, but um, you know it's 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 interesting. You know, like I said, you know we we take we take what's good, you know, that our parents provided with us, yep. and try to um, do the same thing. And sometimes, you know, no fault of our own, we can kind of take some of the bad things that you know our parents did and still you right. know kind of um, move that over to our kids. Mm-hmm. And it takes. Either, you know, sometimes a spouse or it takes even your parent to kind of step in and say, hey, just because I did that to you, yep. I don't want you doing that to my grandkids. You, you know, it's funny. It's <laughs> I, one, There's a saying, like my mom does that now, like yeah. I think because it's her grandchild. So, And my grandmother was like that with me where my mom was very, very stern with us. And typical, I mean, it's, 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 it's West Indian culture, African culture. The parents of, especially the older generation, mm-hmm. they're they're very tough, right? They, mm-hmm. Not only just from the era that they came out of, but just that's just culturally how it is. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember as a kid coming up, there would be things that my mom would say that just I knew didn't make any sense, but I really didn't question her. She'd be like, "Do as I say, not as I do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that freaking <laughs> statement. And and so now, like I I don't I I don't even think I've ever spanked AJ. But even if I remotely show any aggression towards yeah. him, she's like, you can't talk to him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not right. You don't need to do that. I'm like, you beat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, you beat the bricks like, off my ass when I was a kid. <laughs> like, if I even came at you wrong, like, you, ch- I remember she chased me around the apartment when I was a kid. Yeah. The first apartment that we moved into after my parents split. I don't remember what I did. And she chased me around the apartment. Mm-hmm. And whoop my ass, mm-hmm. and and so now when I'm like, I like he just talked to you wrong, and I 
reprimanded him. Yeah, but you don't need to come at him like that. Yeah. And I'm like, you come from a generation where, like, if I even looked at you with a side eye, you came at me with fury and rain mm-hmm. of fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, I think that generation, that tough love generation, like your dad, uh, even with my dad when I was a kid, I remember the few times that he even got at me. It was tough. Yeah. And and uh, and all those su- that tough love is good because it molds you into being a strong person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we take samples of it, portions of it, and apply it to our our yeah. parenting. <clears throat> yeah. To this day. Yeah, and I it, I hate to say this, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. But I think one thing that I did kind of take from my dad is kind of making sure that your kids have like a little bit of a, a, a healthy fear of you not like like they're scared of you or anything right. but just know that when you're in trouble and your dad calls you out on something oh you're gonna be shitting bricks yeah like you you gotta if you don't feel nervous when you if, if my child doesn't feel nervous about doing something bad yeah that that's an upbringing issue like i yeah. i didn't do my job mm-hmm. like it's it's you know like it's it's i know some kids I've seen some parents where their their kids will just talk to them any kind of way. Yeah. And they just don't feel like anything's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah. are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't even have to be like, you know, a whooping or anything physical. Right. It's, it, it's just, it's the threat of some type of discipline. You know, either taking away video games, right. you know, taking away TV time, you right. know, whatever it is, you know, having kind of like that healthy fear, like, you know, if you go against what I told you to do, right. you know, know that there's going to be some type of consequences. Right, it's it. cause and effect. It's, right. it's very simple. And but some people, some parents out there, don't understand that concept. Your child yeah. is not your contemporary. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're your child. They they yeah. don't pay bills. Mm-hmm. They, they sleep in your bedroom, mm-hmm. even though you were in the master bedroom. That other room yeah. is not their room. That yeah. is your room, and you're <laughs> giving them the ability to sleep in that room. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents forget that. Like they. Oh, I need to give my child space. Yeah. For what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For fucking what? I've I've been saying this phrase since about 2009. I I don't know where I got it from, but I feel there needs to be a license for parents. You know, just like can we go out and you have to have a license? To I agree with that one hundred percent. To drive a car, absolutely. You need a damn license to be a parent, absolutely. <laughs> fucking lutely. Oh, there has to be some trial period, or not a trial period, but there has to be a period where it's like you got to take a course to understand the responsibility that right. you're taking. And nobody's perfect at it. Nah, Don't get me wrong. Nah, not at all. But the basic things, like it's like no, like what? Yeah, yeah. I I completely agree with that. Yeah. Completely agree. So kind of moving on a yeah. little bit, you know, it, it wouldn't be right, you know, unless we talk about some geek shit, you yeah. know, some nerd stuff. Yeah. So what are, what are some things that, you know, you kind of do with AJ where you guys just kind of like nerd out? Oh, hell, shit. Oh, man, you know what it is. First and foremost, video games. My son is a gamer. He's an outdoors kid. He's very physically active. Yeah. Um, so that's not an issue in terms of finding balance between, you know, being indoors and outdoors. But AJ and I, we we nerd out everything from uh, Lego, uh, Marvel superheroes. Um, we nerd out on Destiny, Battlefield, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're movie buffs. My son loves all of the Marvel films. We always go and watch every Marvel film. Every Marvel that's film that's up. been out from Iron Man to Thor, we've watched it together. Um, 
We uh, we download all of the animated movies online and watch them together. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk comic books together. Uh, we talk technology. We're always on our phones together. Mm-hmm. He's telling me about a new game he has. I have a game on my phone. Um, we nerd out, man. I think that that is. I think the the nerd life is the one thing that draws us together. Yeah. The most technology as a whole. Again, our show's based based basically on technology. Mm-hmm. That is that is the core of our relationship. Is what do we do together? We game. We'll game for hours, bro. Oh man, I it's I love it. I I I get excited when he comes over. Period. Even when he even if we're not gaming, I get excited. But when he comes over, like I get excited to talk to him about a new game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the controller that I got, mm-hmm. bro. I sent a picture to him. I'm like, bro, look at this. Mm-hmm. He goes, nice, dad. <laughs> I was like, my other controller broke, bro. He's like, bro, that's nice, dad. <laughs> I was like, I got a controller similar to because he just got the new PS4, like I told you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the controller that I have is is the new version of what he has. So I was like, I got the same one, but I got it in silver. I was so excited, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So we use that as, as an opportunity. That's How about you? Up. Yeah, man, with me, like, so I guess I'll start with my son since uh, he's the youngest. Um, really where we nerd out is just kind of with, you know, kind of like what you're saying with you know, superheroes, mm-hmm. Marvel. So um, I bought him. Um, so if you go to Target or Walmart, they have like this big box of the Avengers Mm-hmm. Of uh, the twelve inch, the twelve inch um, figurines. So okay. I got that yeah. For him. So you know, it comes with um, Captain America, War Machine, Black Panther. Nice. Um, I want to say the Falcon, um, and one more um, Black Widow. Black Widow. I was about to say. Yeah. 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 So I got that for him, and he loves it. You know, and for the most part, you know, he can he can say Iron Man. You know, pretty clearly. Mm-hmm. The other ones, you know, kind of struggles a little yeah. bit, but he knows who's who. So and it's funny, you know, even like I've never really like kind of went over titles and names with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I can point to a character um, and, you know, well, let me take that back. I can say a character's name mm-hmm. and he'll be able to point and identify which okay, one is which. Cool. You know, so that's always been cool. Um, but with my daughter, you know, of, of course, her being six, we just, man, we nerd out on everything. Like she's a just like me. She's a big fan of Star Wars. Um, and I think what kind of really took her over the edge is when um, The Force Awakens came out. You know, so had somebody like Finn, you know, somebody who kind of looked like dad, yep. you know, had um, somebody like Ray, you exactly. know, a female, female um, protagonist, yeah. yep. you know, somebody she can identify with. So, you know, we, um, you know, I have bought that and we would just we'll watch that, you know, let her watch a little bit of Rogue One. Um, and another big thing that we kind of nerd out on is uh, video games. Yep. So we have uh, um, Disney Affinity. So a lot of her favorite Disney characters, Marvel characters, nice. Star Wars. Yeah. We have all those little figurines. You know, you'll just kind of set them up, and you know, you can play those play as those characters. Yeah. So we'll just kind of do that and just have fun. Nice. And um, final thing that kind of really started getting her into is comic books. Okay. So yeah, now and I've I've bought her like um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Gumball on um, Cartoon Network that uh, that TV show. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Gumball. I think that's the name. The only gumball that I know of is the uh, the gumball three thousand the, the the race that you race across America. Oh, okay, I okay. know about yeah, but a gumball. I'm trying to think if I know it. I don't. Yeah, know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's 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 this funny ass cartoon and car on um, uh, Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. So you know, I got her that kind of book. Got her some um, 
My Little Pony comic books. Okay. So, you know, she's kind of starting to get, in, get into that a little bit, so yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, I have some comic books laying around the house. She'll just randomly pick them up sometimes and just start reading them. So, yeah, man, that's just, that's just kind of the, some of the things that we just kind of nerd out on. And that's, I mean, and those are the bonding moments, man. And it's funny because uh, to, to raising nerds, you know, because typically living, especially as black men, but Americans as a whole, especially in the Southeast, the, the uh, like in Texas, for an example, and just pretty much anywhere in the country, sports has always been that moment of connection between father yeah. and son or just yeah, yeah. your kids in general. And sports has always been the foundation as, as well as everything else since he was a baby. But it's, it's, it's cool that we can speak to other methods that we, we can connect to our children oh, yeah. on. Oh, yeah. That, you know, fine. Obviously, we want to stay active and, and keep sports in the household, which my son is always doing something. But we, we're kind of changing the view. Because, you know, in Texas, it's young boys and their fathers go out and hunt. Right. You know what I mean? Or down here, it's you go out and play basketball and, and, and throw the football around. Mm-hmm. Um, or wrestle. My son and I are always wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But, you know, what are other things that we talk about that we don't talk about that allows us to connect to our right, kid. Right, right, right. Um, you know, are there you know emotional things that he's dealing with? You know, as he's becoming a young man, are are we finding that way to connect? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think as 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 young, I, I think as young fathers as we are, for one, young black fathers, um, the fact that we're active in our child's lives, uh, we're breaking the mold. We're changing yeah. the view society wise. And, it, and it's so funny because. You know, just kind of like how you were saying, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes yep. on black fathers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not sure if, you know, our listeners are familiar, but there was a um, recent study done by the CDC that actually says that black fathers are the actual, actually more active in their kids' lives than any other yeah. ethnic group. Yeah. And so it's like people will still see that. But still have that thought in their um, in their head about you know black deadbeat dads and all that shit. Exactly, <laughs> and it's and it's and and it's you know it's 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 step by step that you're starting to see more of the breaking of the mold. You know what yeah. I mean? And it, whether it's on TV, like we're seeing more shows about healthy black families, yep. we're seeing yep. more movies about healthy black families. It's the mold is slowly changing. The stigma is still there, mm-hmm. but it's it's slowly changing. And that's the one thing that I like. But it takes little things like the conversation we're having right. um, to put it out there and say, hey, what you've been fed is not true. Yeah, like, hello, we're out there. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we exist. Like, yeah. we are sensitive men that do take part fully into our child's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, because we're active fathers... Um, there have been some uh, some experiences we've had. Yeah, I can definitely speak to some that I've had. Uh, and what I'm alluding to is uh, being out with my son over the years has drawn some attention. Yeah, um, attention meaning women. Uh, I don't know what it is. When I was married and I had my ring on and I had my son with me, women would just flock. Yeah. Not every day, not all the time, but it was it was one of those things where women would just find a way to have a conversation and obviously I have a cute kid with me so that was it and my son was a charmer. Mm-hmm. So if he saw if he saw a pretty lady as a baby, yeah. he would wink and smile. Yeah, that's how Duchala Jr is. You know what I mean? Like he knows what he's doing. He knows he's cute. Yeah. And women go for it. And and it's it blows my mind. Yeah. It it it's just I guess women 
it's a maternal instinct kind of thing. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. You know, I've had similar situations and it's just so funny to me, you know, I'll be out at the mall and it's just the three of us, yeah. you know, um, my kids and me. And I have women approach, you know, just be like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah. You know, try to flirt with my son, you know, just say how beautiful my daughter is. And then at the same aspect, you know, I can be out with Jay, you know, and then um, the kids as well, too, the four of us. And it's just like, okay, you know, we'll get smiles, but we won't get approached like Nothing. that. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and it's, it's even to the point where, so recently was at an event. Um, for both Jay and Casey, mm-hmm. they were doing something um, for oh for uh, Clark Atlanta's uh, second annual financial literacy yeah. um, conference, and so you know of course since her, she's on the panel, you know I'm with the kids, you know we're in the audience, and you know it's a part of the part of the um, the conference before uh, everybody gets on the panel, yeah. so you know we're getting food and stuff, and of course I really can't get food because I have both of the kids with right, me, right. and so you know this older woman. Looks around. Uh, she walks to my table. She was just like, um, "Do you want me to go get you a plate?" Because you know, I remember those days when uh, <laughs> you know I had the little ones with me. And the number one rule, man, you never, ever let another woman make a plate for you. Yep. And I was like, "No, ma'am, I'm good. I'm good. My wife is right over there. <laughs> She'll be over in a second with my plate. <laughs> thank you, but no, thank you." <laughs> And you know what's funny is is whenever I would bring up in the past, whenever I've dealt with that, like having AJ on my arm, it doesn't happen so so much now that he's older. Yeah. But when he was like six or under, um, I, they would always say, "Well, women are just acknowledging your child and yeah. they're just having conversation." I say, "Yeah, but the one thing that I know how they're interested in me now because of of of, of AJ was they would always ask, "So, where's his mother?" Yeah. Like like automatically assuming that she's just not around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like almost as if I'm going to say, well, we're not together anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, or, or, you know, she passed away or yeah. she ditched him or whatever. Uh, it just so happens that, you know, after my wife and I had divorced and I had AJ with me and I said, you know, yeah, I, you know, he's, she's not around, you know, uh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, you know, I have a, I have a child too. We should get him together. Yeah. And yeah. at that time, I was dating, you know, my ex-girlfriend at the time. So I was like, nah, you know, I'm dating right now. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of appreciate it, yeah. but I can't. It just, it just was one of those things where it was like, could it be that easy? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then the moment that as he got older or I had my girlfriend at the time around me, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we got attention wise was the fact that you know when she brought her kids down it was it was AJ and her two kids and her two kids are mixed and she's white so we would get looks yeah because of that yeah yeah but beyond that never yeah 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 nothing yeah so it's just it's just amazing to me it's funny um you know kind of speaking of which too is i've noticed in the past where um for whatever reason, you know, Jay's, you know, kind of want to stay home. You know, I'll take the kids out. We'll go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And I've had meals paid for, you know, anonymously. And it's just weird because, you know, I'll just be sitting there, you know, just enjoying time with the kids. You know, I know, remember one time I took my oldest Zora out um, at a diner. Yeah. And I was, at the time, she may have been maybe like two, probably a little bit younger. 
and um, we're just practicing counting. Yeah. And we're using the little half and halves that they leave on the table. <laughs> you know, we're using that to, yeah. to practice counting. And um, you know, just getting a lot of, you know, a lot of looks and a lot of, oh, how old is she? She's yeah. so beautiful. And yeah. da, 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 da. You know, next thing I get up, you know, to start paying for the meal. It's like, oh, somebody's already taking care of you. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. Yeah. Went in the next weekend. Yeah. Same thing. I'm like, man, I got to start finessing this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never had no love like that. Like if I'm out with family or something, yeah. then, you know, somebody will spot us just simply out of courtesy. Yeah. But I like random people. Random. Never. Like, and we'll, wow. like we'll try to, you know, I'll try to ask the waitress or waiter, whoever it is, you yeah. know, who was it, you know, so I can, I can thank them. So, no, you know, they don't want to say, but, you know, they just wanted to take care of you guys. I'm like, Okay. Maybe I need to have more kids so I can get more free Right. Meals. I mean, we're shit. <laughs> like, what happened to me? Damn, I'm telling you. But when you got a little girl, man, yeah, and that man. face, I'm telling you, she cute <laughs> as hell. Nah, I, look, man, hey, that, 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 that's awesome right there. I wish I had that, though. I wish I had that. Yeah, man. So kind of going into a little bit more about, you know, kind of breaking stereotypes yeah. and, you know, breaking away from the norm of what people think of yeah. black men. What are some things that people have been shocked that you do with your kid that like saying, wow, you actually do that as a dad? Yeah. Um, I think what it is is, uh, so I, so when this is, I was at, I was at work. This was maybe a year ago. Might have even been earlier this year. Was it earlier this year? Could have been earlier this year. And I, um, I don't remember what AJ did. Um, I, th- I think he might have talked to his mother a certain way or something. Anyway, so I literally dropped everything. I was at work. I dropped everything, and because she called me and was like, "You got to talk to him about this." So I was I was in the office, and I had gone to one of the, like little small conference rooms, and with just without thinking about it, I'm thinking I'm in the conference room. Nobody can hear me. Yeah. And so I spoke to my child, not as a child, but almost as if I was talking to a subordinate. Like, this is what you messed up on. Mm-hmm. I need you to tell me going forward what you think you could do differently. And then I need to know the steps that you're going to take. And then I need you to explain to me um, uh, 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 what do you think will happen moving forward as a cause of your actions. Mm -hmm. And so, and I articulated it in a manner in which he understood. He recited everything back to me. And so to me, it was normal because that's how I talk to him. That's how my sister talks to him. That's how his mother talks to him. If you want to act like an adult, we're then going to talk to you like an adult. Right. You know what I mean? That's how we're going to, quote unquote, treat you like a contemporary because you feel as if you're this way. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you a sample of what it's like to be an adult. And so when I did that, uh, my coworkers, uh, a couple of my coworkers were like, Paul, were you talking to your son or are you talking to like an old like sales rep or something? I was like, I was (laughs) talking to my son. Yeah. Really? And I was like, yeah. Like, he's a... He's nine, but, I mean, if he's going to try to act like an adult, I'm going to come at him like an adult. Right. And so I think I think there was this anticipation that I was just going to just go ham and be the angry black man and, and just talk down to my child. And no, it was, I'm going to come at you the way you think you, you, you think you should be talked to. And if mm-hmm. you want to act a certain way, I'm going to talk to you like that. And then you'll realize that you're not an adult. Right. right. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think... By doing that, it, it kind of changed the view to a couple people, yeah. um, especially with, with, you know, TV has a way of projecting us in a certain way 
ratcheting it up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Coming at our child with attitude and sass and being very dramatic and no. It's 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 not always like that. If mm-hmm. if at all, it's very rarely like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think I shocked a couple people. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. if that makes sense. No, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. yeah I think for me, it's How about just, you? Yeah. you know, <clears throat> a lot of things that I would hear is just me doing what I perceive as regular stuff. Yeah. You know, that's so for instance, you know, for the most part, I get the kids ready in the morning. Right. You know. I'll go ahead and cook breakfast for them, yeah. um, get them up, get them ready, get them dressed, you know, stuff like that. When I get home, you know, after, you know, wife has kind of checked, you know, our Otis's um, homework and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, it's time for time for bed, you know, I'll give them a bath, yeah. get them ready. So and I've been told, like, yeah, a lot of men, a lot of dads just don't do that. Right. And I was just like, oh, I just thought that was normal, normal stuff to right. do, yeah. you know, take them, take them to school, you know, a lot of times. You know, I would take my daughter to school, walk her directly to her class, you know, see her off. Right. You know, speak to a lot of administrators in the school, talk to her teacher, you know, just diff- different stuff like that. And, you know, just me thinking that's, hey, that's normal stuff that dads would do. Right. You know, from my understanding, it's like a lot of dads just, just don't. don't yeah. You know. Or they so, just don't. They don't know how. Right. You know, that, that's yeah. another thing. I think we, we, we there's a misunderstanding there. A lot of dads don't do almost as if they don't want to. No, right. they just may not know how. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So yeah, I think yeah, that. No, I, I, yeah, I, de- I definitely agree because either you haven't um, haven't been shown that, right. you know, in your life, right. or you're like you may have been shown it and you're like, uh, you know what, I'm just not going to replicate it. Exactly. You know, so you know, I mean, there's some dudes who kind of really think. They have the whole keen mentality, mm-hmm. and it's basically I'm not gonna put any type of effort in. You know, I'll let my wife, wife. handle everything. You right, know? and I'll, I'll really I will only come in when shit hits the fan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's just I don't know. I, I'm just not. That's just not me. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's just weird. You know, a lot of things, like I said, would I think would be normal things that you know any any dad would do. You know, I just I just kind of do it. You know. Um, like a lot of times, um, like my wife, for instance, you all know, um, she has her own podcast. Yep. Um, so a lot of times she's at different events. Mm-hmm. She's away. Um, I'm at home with the kids. Yeah. We're hanging out. You know, we're doing stuff. You know, I'll probably take them to a park, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes I hear like, oh, you know, the people will ask my wife like, oh, so where are your kids? Um, they're like, they're with their dad. Right. <laughs> where else are they supposed where to be? Where else are they going to be? He's like, oh. He can just handle both of them by himself. It's like, yeah, he's their fucking dad. Yeah, like, why would he? Be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are dedicated fathers out there who right. actually take care of their responsibilities. <laughs> like, it's yeah. So it's 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 just weird, man. I mean, I remember sometime it was I think it was probably like oh this year and last year. Yeah, you know, she was gone for like a week at a time. Mm-hmm. So it was just the three of us, you know, and we made do. You know, the house didn't burn down. None of us went to the hospital. Right. So I think I did a good job. <laughs> let me ask you something, man. Do you think that confidence that Jay has in you to really hold the house down when she's not around and take care of the kids, do you, because I know some dads just can't yeah. successfully, do you feel that has attributed to the success in y'all's relationship because she has that parental confidence in you? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I, I, and yeah, That's dope. I think that does... That kind of helps solidify the relationship because, mm-hmm. 
she has enough trust where she can kind of go out and not worry, yeah. you know, about what's going on. You know, yeah. she'll often call and just say, hey, you know, just check up, hey, how the kids doing? Or yeah. have they ate yet? Yeah. You know, just, you know, little stuff like that. But, you know, not like calling is are the kids alive? <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because I, 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 it's, again, media plays a huge role in beefing up the stereotype that men can't run the household when the mother's not around. And I remember watching a movie with Steve Martin called um, 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 Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, they had a shit ton of kids. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit different. I think they had like like 12 kids. Yeah. And so, I mean, the house just went to shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's always that that stigma or or uh, what's what's that Eddie Murphy movie? Is it Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Daycare? Daycare? Yeah. That kind of thing. The house just goes to shit. So mm-hmm. that we can't discipline and run the household without yeah. the mother being around. So... There is that stigma, so it's it's dope that, and usually sometime in the movie there is that tension between the mother and father mm-hmm. because I need you around and you're not here and you're working and there's always that yeah. idea that there's tension and it is in some instances like that in life I'm sure, but and I know to the fullest extent that you're a dope ass dad. I'm not just saying that it's clearly in the evidence. It shows that you're dope as fuck at what you do. And and so it's it's even better that it's it's attributed to the success in the relationship that you guys have. So I I gotta commend you for that. Um, is one thing that I want to touch on real quick before yep. we move on. No problem. Um, one thing that I learned much much early on, um, and I, I had a couple conversations that I had with with men um, who had dealt with divorce and separation and with kids involved uh, before I went through my thing. Uh, my man, my older brother, Antonio Kakaleles, um, uh, big bro, he he went through a divorce and things like that before me, and he told me some things like not to do this. And so I remember there was an incident that I had when my my wife and I had, had, had broken up finally. Um, I, I went and I told this story before with Jay on her show that I went and got a tattoo one day, my first tattoo that I have, and my only tattoo, first tattoo, like I have plenty. <laughs> and I went and got a tattoo. And that same day, I was going to, um, I was going to get AJ. And so my tattoo artist, where I was getting my tattoo, took a little longer than normal. Yep. And two, where he was, I had a bad signal. So I guess she had been trying to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't been talking to her. So she thought I had ditched him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so once the tattoo was done, it was fresh. Like I still had the bandages on it. It could yep. still bleed. So I'm like, finally I got out. And I was like, hey, look, I'm on my way. I just, I went and got my tattoo. Huge issue over the phone. Mm. She was yelling. I was yelling. Then she stopped texting me. So I showed up to the house, and we we got into it. Yep. And it was loud as hell. Her neighbors were hearing it, and so I my blood pressure is going up. So I start bleeding. She grabs her phone because she's about to call the cops. Um, and I'm grabbing the phone I'm like fuck this. I'm gonna grab. The, I'm gonna call the cops because you're depriving me of my time with my child. And so I started bleeding. I rubbed up against her. So she took the blood and dabbed it on my shirt as if I had hurt her. Like it was a huge incident. And so the cops showed up. They see the blood. They're like, why? Who's bleeding? It's me. It's a tattoo. Nobody's hurt. At that point, I was like, I I need to break this stigma. I'm not going to have this situation where I'm going to be battling my ex-wife. I'm not going to. I, I I was so tempted to take on this war and attempt to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to fight my ex-wife for the time I want with my child. And I, I said, you know what? Let me think for a second. This was the first time I made a real tough, mature decision 
to put my pride aside, to put my ego aside and say, you know what, let me step back. Um, let me say, you know what, whatever she needs, I'm going to support her. Mm-hmm. It took about a year. There were times where I lost weekends to spend time with AJ. Um, I had planned something and she canceled it because she didn't want me with him. She was burnt. She was hurt. You know, hell hath no fear for a woman scorn is a real statement. Um, part of fatherhood is it's tough. You got to put your pride aside. Mm-hmm. You have to sit back and say, okay, although I can get him whenever I want right now, she has him full time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one, he's not a burden, but she's the one that has to wake up early every morning, get him ready for school, make sure he goes to bed, deal with homework every night, mm-hmm. um, make sure he's in line every day. Um, she's usually at events before I get there because he doesn't live with me. So because of that, I have to step back and allow her to step forward, Yeah, uh, which was very, very hard to do. It's easier to do now. Um, was that something that you both kind of agreed upon, like for her to have kind of like more custody than you, or is that just kind of something court-wise? Or? Well, we both, I don't know I don't know if the term is we both have full custody. It's, yeah. it's, we sh- it's shared custody, okay, but sure, okay. it's... If I if she want if I can get him for four weekends straight, she'll give him to me. Like we okay. don't have an issue. Like I, I just you. talked to her today about some health stuff with him, and I mean we talk candid with each other. We talk as if you know we're friends. We're cool. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that at first. Mm. It was it was it was hard at first. Um, again, because obviously an infidelity on my part break, broke the relationship. Um, so you know, but we agreed that once we started really. Um, realizing that, you know, we're going to be in, in a broken home, so to speak, that we have to put him first. Right. It was easier said than done. Emotions get in the way. We're still hurt. So we would butt heads, obviously. But we had agreed, yeah, that we would always put him first mm-hmm. on everything. It's just when we did that, we didn't develop a relationship at first. Yeah. So we, we kind of just stayed away from each other, just didn't talk, nothing. Um, but after a while, man, like I said, it, we started coming together. We started mm-hmm. realizing like AJ wants both of us. Yep. And again, like I had talked about in the Men of Steel episode, um, our relationship grew, but then my career started growing and started taking me away from AJ. Yeah. So then there was some tension there because now he was crying to her that I'm not around. Right. So then she feels pressured because she sees her child's hurting. So then she came at me like, you're not around. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to work and pay child support and make sure he has a better life than me. So it was a constant thing. Yeah. And so it was a big hit on the pride. Mm-hmm. Big hit. But ultimately, it grew the relationship between yeah. her and I. Yeah, And that's good. I mean, because... You know, obviously, you two are a testament that a blended family can work. Absolutely. You know, and we, we see that a lot of times. You know, my, my best friend, you know, he's part of a blended family. His um, his oldest is his stepson. Yeah. You know, but, you know, whose father is still very active in his life. Right. And, you know, he has two other sons, you know, with his wife. So, you know, and they, they make it work. And I, I see it every day. Yeah. They, they really, really make it work. And it, it, it's, you know, I mean, of course, with any blended family, you know, there's there's things that, you know, you have to work out. There's yeah. there's communication that has to happen, yeah. and agreements that has to happen, mm-hmm. um, you know, different things. So, like, for instance, if your ex ever gets remarried mm-hmm. or, you know, 
I'm quite sure the three of you were going to have a conversation like, okay, these, this is the length of discipline that mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can go with my son, you mm-hmm. know, you can only go this far, right. you know, or if he does do something before you discipline him, you know, contact me and let exactly. me know. You know, all, all that stuff needs to be worked out. Yeah. And know? it's, and it's funny because for her, part of this whole fatherhood process is understanding that, you know, there is eventually going to be another man that's going to step into the picture, which has been a driving force for me to make sure that I am the first man that he comes to, that he feels that natural bond to. But I've, I've known for years now that, you know, he, you know, like his mother now has been dating a guy for years. And so, you know, her and I, we had agreed that we would always not only introduce whoever's in our lives, but that we would not make that relationship work with whoever's in our lives if that person was not contributing to the best of well-being for oh, our yeah. son. That's very commendable. And so yeah. we had that conversation, and he's a good guy. I I, uh, I don't know a whole lot about him other than he's a huge Georgia fan. AJ's a Georgia fan, so I was like, that's a done deal. Okay. They're going to connect there. Um, he's a hardworking dude. Um, so it's it, And she seems to gravitate more towards him in terms of what they like. Mm-hmm. So I think AJ sees that his mother's happy with him. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean... You know, if they ever get married, absolutely, that conversation is going to happen. Right. Um, because now he has uh, some form, to some extent, parental rights mm-hmm. um, towards him. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, him and I will have that conversation. Like, yeah, but I'm going to be first. You need to let me know when certain things are going right. to happen. Right. So yeah, and, and again, that right there is something that, especially in black households. Um, that is not glorified, almost as if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That the moment that a relationship ends, we dip the fuck out. Right. It's not yep. the case. Right. Yep. Not the case at all. So, um, yeah, breaking stigmas. Yeah. This is a this was a good conversation. It was good, man. It was, it's, a very good it was needed, I man. Think, you know. Um, what's what's gonna be good is whenever we do a follow up on this episode, yeah. we have some other uh, some other fathers on as well too, mm-hmm. and kind of share their experiences. I think that's gonna be pretty cool. Yes, it will be. Yes, it will be. You want to take a break, real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's take a quick break. All right. So, All right, guys. Yeah. So you know how we normally do after you know, we have these very meaty discussions. <laughs> you know, it's time to break it up a little bit and discuss some entertainment news. So yeah, in entertainment right now, man. Um, oh boy. So it's a big one. It's a huge one because yesterday <laughs> I got the message. Uh, I, I know Du and I. I think we got it at the same time. We said, okay, tomorrow's the day. It finally came. He 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 didn't get a chance to watch it, but I did. I found it on YouTube. I sent it to him. I geeked the fuck out. Ladies and gentlemen, Infinity War trailer had dropped this morning. Man, was it amazing. I turned into a five-year-old and I <laughs> lost my shit. It started my day great. What did yeah. you think? Please, go ahead. You you go ahead first. Yeah. Then I'll weigh in. Okay. So um it I don't know where even where to start. So it showcases almost every single character yep. that we've seen since the universe started back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking the, probably the only person I didn't see was Ant-Man um, for one reason or another. But everybody else was there. Um, everybody's together now. There's this one scene where I saw um, it was Doctor Strange. It was um, Bruce Banner 
and um, and ah uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, yeah. In the uh, Sanctum Sto- uh, Storm, mm-hmm. uh, um, Doctor Strange's house, mm-hmm. uh, and that was dope. And of course, something was happening outside of the house that kind of brought them out. So um, that was dope. It was dope seeing uh, Peter on the bus, his high school school bus. And Spider all of sense. a sudden, you get a scene of what looks like some type of alien spaceship yeah. outside in New York City, and his spider sense is yes. <laughs> uh, so man, that was dope. Uh, it was dope seeing Spider Man in the Iron Spider suit. Yep. Uh, it was dope seeing uh, uh, Wakanda. Yes. So there's this scene with it looks like um, T'Challa's like rallying the troops mm-hmm. and running behind him is a whole bunch of Wakandan uh, soldiers. Mm-hmm. But also running behind him is Steve Rogers and Bucky. Yeah. So, oh, man, that was, that was, Nomad, that was a pretty baby. scene. That was, man, I was geeking out on that. Um, and I know it's only seconds. You know, this this trailer probably lasts maybe about three minutes at yeah. most, I think. But the moments that we did see Josh Brolin yes. as Thanos, yes. just kind of, man, it sent like chills down my spine, man. Man, look, I. So when 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 Parker when Peter his spider sense first thing that I was like, thank God, because I think they had said that yeah. either in the second movie or in Avengers that he was going to showcase his spider sense yeah. versus it being like signals in his head. Yeah. You actually see it physically happening on yeah. his body, like again with the hair standing up on his arm. So mm-hmm. that was cool. That's something we've never seen. And that seems a little bit more realistic and practical to me. Yes. Versus, you know, kinda on the comic book. So, you know, it was it was really, really cool to see that. Um one of the other things that I that I really liked was the fact that um I, I saw we, we get to see vision and he, you know, he he uh, the scene that he had with um, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch. Yeah. In, in what appears to be more of a human not human type form. Yes. But they managed to still have the uh, the um, infinity gem. the infinity gem in his yeah. forehead. Yeah. So that was cool because that's Paul Bettany. He's a great actor, British actor. He's mm-hmm. awesome. So to see him like that was dope. Um, but the one thing that I that that I, I I liked was in the scene where where Nomad Steve mm-hmm. Rogers mm-hmm. walks out from the shadow. And 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 T'Challa's like, we need to get this man a shield. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this shit better be turned up, man. Oh, like man. it's about to be crazy. Yeah, and man. so it was dope. And 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 then the ending the great great scene, uh, which these guys play a huge role, is uh, is when is when you see Thor like looking or talking to the Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy like, yeah. who the hell are you? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening. One so, eye Thor. One eye Thor. <laughs> one eye Thor. So it's it's it broke the internet. It went it did, everywhere, man. and it with I think it was two two minutes and fifty seconds. Okay. Uh, literally, and I posted this. They literally shitted on DC with a trailer. They, man, they have been shitting on DC like pretty bad. Like it like, like for, since two thousand eight, but yeah. it's just. Just in just this trailer alone, Thanos alone, mm-hmm. just seeing him alone, mm-hmm. just he just shitted on everything. Mm-hmm. Like it was a done deal. Yeah, I don't think, I, man, I don't know what DC can literally do to ever even catch up. You know, this is, yeah. you know, DC. They're they're running in not even the JVs, man. Not at all. They're 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 on the freshman squad, and yeah. uh, you know, <clears throat> damn. Um, 
Marvel is like the Golden State Warriors right now. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Pretty much. We could look at it that way. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 dope. Um, I think I've seen them maybe twice now. I'll probably watch it again mm-hmm. um before I go to bed tonight. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um looking forward to Black Panther. That drops first in in February, mm-hmm. what we'll probably see is another trailer yep. for Infinity War in the Black Panther uh, movie. So, if anything, we'll probably yeah yeah. If anything, yeah, we'll definitely get one probably because usually there's about two or three because they did that for Justice League yeah. and a few other movies where you'll see two or three more trailers. Right. So we may un- may uncover more. Yeah, and then also keep in mind too, in what two or three weeks now we have. Um, Star Wars, Star Wars, The Last, Last Jedi. Jedi yep. um, so that's coming out. And so, you know, all all these um, franchises are owned by Disney. Yep. So we may see another Infinity War trailer um, exactly. in there. So Disney's winning right now. Yeah, man. Um, uh, another news with, with what's going on in the Marvel Disney Universe. Uh, Alex Alonzo, editor-in-chief, is no longer with the company. Yeah, so which is huge. That's very big. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's a. I think it's just a small pin drop in a big pool. But I mean, changes happen, man. Um, I, I did they find out? Did we find out who who's replacing him? Yeah, um, his name is out there. I I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but uh, what my understanding is, he's kind of been a part of the company. Yeah. Um, but with um, Axel Alonso, though, man, it's interesting because he, if anybody's familiar, he's the one who kind of brought us those um, hip hop covers, yeah. al- alternative covers. Um, so you, if you met any of your favorite um, hip hop albums that dropped either in the 90s, 80s or mm-hmm. even the early 2000s, um, a lot of artists restylized those for um, Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool to see. Like they had one with um, Spider-Man and Deadpool, and they were kind of stylized in the um, Eric B. and Rakim, yep. um, Eric B. for President um, album cover. They had one for uh, Miles Morales where they used Nas's uh, Illmatic cover. You know, stuff like that. that. And, um, you know, Axel, you know, he brought a lot of hip-hop into Marvel. Yeah. Um, he kind of helped with where Marvel is now, you know, with their whole – you know, progression, you know, um, introducing more uh, female characters, mm-hmm. introducing more characters of color. So yep. um, I don't know about the new guy, but hopefully, you know, he can kind of still, you know, lead Marvel into that direction. I'm not sure why they um, severed, you know, severed ties, but, you know. I mean, you know, when there's a lot happens. of money like this on the table, man, there's a lot of ego. There's a lot of different things that can cause some changes. I mean, the bigger the bigger something gets, I mean, the more money, more problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, Disney slash Marvel, they're 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 growing so big that in order for them to move forward, changes are going to have to happen. Yeah. But right yeah. now, they're owning the world. They're doing things, so many different things right that when a change like this happens, again, it's a pin drop. It's, yeah. it's not, I don't think it's going to create a, a big enough ripple that it's going to upset things. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, I think we're into phase four now. Yep. So it's, it's a lot of the work. A lot of the the hurdles that Marvel and Disney have dealt with in the past, everything's been kind of ironed out. Yeah. So again, any other changes that happen right now, I don't think are going to make much of a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all, at all. <clears throat> yeah. So other news, well, not really news, but uh, Punisher, as we talked about in the last episode, that's very, very dope. I got a chance to finish that all mm-hmm. thirteen episodes. 
It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I will say John Berthaw played the hell out Fire. of Frank Castle. Yep. Um, I think they did some excellent casting. Um, and I'll repeat what I said last week, but I literally think this is probably the best Marvel TV series Agreed. ever. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's, Agreed. It's John Bernthal played the hell out of this role. Um, this is the way the Punisher should have been from the get-go. I know there was a couple other actors. I forget their names. I can see their face. Um, but, it, again, John Bernthal, um, I've always liked him. I think I saw him. The first time I saw him was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Um, where he was the one that sold the pen to Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just his attitude and just how he conducted himself, himself. It's just I was just like this dude is a badass. So mm-hmm. him playing the Punisher was was amazing. So I, I don't know. I'd like to see more, man. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So um, a little bit of uh, Marvel Fox news. Um, so we've talked about this in an earlier episode about uh, Dark Phoenix film. Yep. So that's happening right now, and I believe they're filming it. Um, but reportedly, um, Dark Phoenix will probably kill a major character mm-hmm. um, just to show how powerful she is. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been released. Of course, it's not going to be released who that character is. Right. But you know, there's only uh, you know only a few assumptions that we can make. I don't think it's going to be a villain. You know, she kills. It's definitely going to be somebody part of the X-Men. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's going to be one of those that we really feel. I mean, she's an Omega-11 mutant, so she's, I mean, she's, I think she destroyed Thanos in one of the versions. I mean, she she really, uh, she's, like a lot of characters, I mean, again, you you know, you, and we'll talk about this with DC, but um, a lot of characters are so powerful that we just, don't see them be we just don't see them that way in the movies right um phoenix is one of them mm-hmm. um iceman is another i mean mm-hmm. iceman froze hell mm. wow <laughs> okay, okay you know what i mean dark phoenix with uh her and um um what's um fa- uh mr fantastic reed richard's son um oh my god i forget reed richard's Son's name. He's another Omega Eleven mutant. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. these guys have the ability to change the universe. They could, mm-hmm. with a thought, destroy Thanos mm-hmm. without touching him. They could mm-hmm. just sit there and blink, and he's done. Right. They could wipe him from existence. So, you know, I really hope they play up the ability of Dark Phoenix um, and and really showcase the power. Yeah, really yeah it should do. be interesting. I mean, I'll, that's probably one I'll catch. We'll see. Um, I still haven't even seen Apocalypse yet, so. I got to catch up. I won't go into that right now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, In other news, (laughs) in other news, um, I'm actually very excited for this. Yes. Jude Law has been cast to play uh, in Captain Marvel as Marvel. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah, yeah. So um, Variety reports that he's supposedly going to be playing kind of like a mentor type character. Mm for Captain Marvel. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um yeah, I it it would only be right for them to add Marvel, yes. you know, to the film. Um I'm just I, it, it's going to be interesting, but yeah, I think I think Jude Law, he's he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. So and you're just seeing more and more A-list actors getting yes. roles in Marvel films. Man, I so. want that check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll never forget Paul Bettany told me when he did the first Iron Man he did a total of two hours of recording, you know, because they record multiple sessions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The total he had ever worked on the film, the first Iron Man, was two hours. Wow. And he, he had made 
millions. He had mm-hmm. made so much money. All he did was go on vacations. Mm-hmm. Like these actors, like Angela Bassett's in there. You know she's getting that check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, it's getting that check. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Um. Oh, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, Odin. Who plays Odin? Oh, um, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Check. So, yeah. You know what I mean? So actors, man. They want to get on board. So, <laughs> you know, I don't blame them. And they're all playing the characters perfectly well. Yep. You know what I mean? So shout out to them. Yeah. So a little bit more news, final news in um, Marvel, Disney um, rather, but this is not so great news. Um, John Lasseter, um, CCO of Pixar, is apparently leaving due to missteps. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody's kind of familiar of kind of what's kind of been going on in mass media lately, uh, missteps means hinting sexual misconduct folks in the workplace. Stop touching the ladies. Yeah, so he's he's just another person in just a, a litany of different folks in, in Hollywood and mass media that are getting caught up with um, either sexual harassment, sexual assault, and a lot of different things, sexual misconduct in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and this isn't things, these aren't... A- you know, actions or instances that happened recently, like these are things that have been happening over the course of the last few years. And what's funny is, is that I'm finding a lot of uh, companies, corporations have been shelling out millions as hush-hush money. Oh, wow. But the companies don't seem to be held accountable for it. Mm. It just seems, it's just like, for an example, Matt Lauer, he got fired today or yesterday. Yep. For for sexual misconduct. He's been on the uh, Good Morning America for 20 years. But this has been something that's been happening over the course of time. Yeah. So uh, how these companies didn't know, I highly doubt it. Yeah. So again, we're one of these corporations going to start being held accountable. Yeah, look at Fox News, for instance. Yeah, with, with uh, um, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Um, even the head guy, I forgot his name. Yeah. Yeah, he got caught up in it. I mean, and it's just not one or two women with these guys. This was a ton it's a of women. a plethora of women have been yeah. involved. So it's... <laughs> It's crazy in the amount of money that's been shelled out to these this hush money. So it's you're going to start to see a lot of lawsuits. A lot of things are going to start yeah. happening, man. It's the the the, uh, the media, the entertainment industry as a whole is just going to be flipped upside down. Yeah, man. But I will tell you this though that with everything that's been going on with political figures getting involved in this, again, it shows that the world is changing. It's mm-hmm. showing Women's rights are starting to be uh, kind of taken into consideration a yep. little bit more now. Like, yep. bro, like you can't fuck with women. They're going to take you under, bro. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's the days of hush hush is slowly going away. Yeah, the world yeah, is yeah. changing. Everything is under a lens now mm-hmm. and under a microphone. So, you know, and companies are really more now than ever worried about their reputation. Yep. So look at the NFL. They're taking a hit. They're losing millions of dollars mm-hmm. because Colin has flipped it upside down mm-hmm. and it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. So changes are happening. Yep, yep. On to other news, man. Um, DC updates. DC. Um, so do you got a review for us for Justice League? I, I haven't seen it, but... Um, I do. I do. Do, do you mind if... Well, spoiler alert. Yeah, so I'm going to go into alert, some guys. spoilers. So I'm sorry if, if uh, I don't want to tell you this. You haven't seen it yet. You can fast forward this portion of the show. Uh, but if you want to listen in, great. Uh, but spoiler alert. So first things first. Justice League was good. It wasn't great. It was definitely better than Batman versus Superman, by far. Although I did like Batman versus Superman, I saw the direction that uh, they were going in. There were still a lot of things that I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So it was good. It wasn't great. Um, uh, 
Justice League, it, it hit about the $100 million mark. Yep. Uh, they expected it to do more. Yeah. Um, they at least expected it to do 150 plus. Um, will it make its money back? Yes. Do I think it'll be a billion dollar film? No. Um, I think at this point it's done just around 330, 340 yeah. million. Its yeah. first weekend it was number one. By the second weekend it dropped to like number two, number three. Yeah. Oh, you know, actually, I don't think it was number one. I thought it, it may have been number two. I think it was number one for its opening night, obviously. I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's, yeah. but for the whole weekend. Yeah, I think Coco took, Coco, well, yeah, Coco took, took number, well, Coco took no, the second weekend. Oh, okay, okay. It okay. definitely okay. took the second weekend. Uh, In fact, okay. I want to say Coco took it by the middle of the week. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so Justice League had the first weekend for mm, sure. Okay, okay. And then it just tapered off. Um, I think the first three days it did like 93 million. Wow. Yeah, which again, you know, it, it just, they should have done more. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw many different things. We saw Deathstroke. Uh, Joe, that. I can never pronounce his last name. I want to say Man Magniello or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if anybody knows him, he played. Um, he was one of the werewolves in um, True Blood. True Blood, that's right. Yeah, tall, tall guy. Yeah, yeah. He's married to who, who used to be my my wifey, uh, Sofia Vergara. Okay. Fine okay, ass. She is fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looked. I mean, he was comic book accurate. Yeah, he looked phenomenal, bro. Mm. I was like, holy shit. Like, it was scary. It looked like he literally yeah. was peeled out of the comic real, book. Real Slade Wilson, huh? Real Slade <laughs> Wilson. Um, so he looked he looked great. Um, but I got to touch on a few things, man. Okay. And okay. you're not going to be happy with this. And I'm sorry. Again, spoiler alert. I'm going to touch on a few things. First things first. Um, the action sequences were good. Okay. Um, they really were. They were comic book worthy. Mm-hmm. Um couple things. One, uh, for those who don't know, who do watch the film, you're going to see some really fucked up CGI on Henry Cavill. Mm. Okay? And the reason is, is because he has been filming a couple movies. One of them was Mission Impossible. Yeah. And so he had to have scruff. He had to have a mustache, yep. his own. And so he couldn't shave it. Mm-hmm. So 90% of the film, when you're looking at his face, the CGI is fucked up. Yeah. It's cheap. It doesn't even look like him at times. I heard. I, I've saw some screenshots. Like, like it's blatant, bro. Like it's just bad. Yeah. Really, really bad CGI, bro. Like it's, you can see, the, like his face in some scenes looks elongated. Yeah. Like there's a, a, a scene where he's, um, he's, he's having a dispute with Batman. And they do a close-up of his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Who is that? Who is? It looked like <laughs> really bad plastic surgery. Um, so it's, you're going to see that. It's going to be a little disappointing. But, again, you know, they, there's a reason why there was some, some, uh, some studio issues with him having to shave his mustache. Mm-hmm. And when you're fucking around with Tom Cruise, he doesn't play around. So yeah. um, you're going to see that. Another thing, um, a couple things. I like Ezra Miller. I like the char- character he played. He was very silly, very goofy, very nonchalant, kind of over, you know, socially awkward intellect yeah. kind of thing going on. Um, the close-ups of him running, mm-hmm. it, it, it just looked weird, the way he was running. Mm. Like, it just looked very flimsy and Almost kind of flamboyant, like this the hmm. the form that he had. It just looked bad. Yeah, it looked bad. Yeah. Um, Did he do a better job on uh, the Flash TV series? Absolutely, by oh, yeah. far. Uh, Grant that, Gust, mm, Gustin, I think his name is, 
Way Ooh, better. Okay. Way better. It just, that wasn't, the Flash wasn't movie quality in terms of how he, in terms of like the CGI that was used. Yeah. But in terms of the way he was running, if they could have implemented that into the movie, it would have been way better. Mm-hmm. It just, you'll see it and you'll be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, it just looked weird. His body movements just looked really weird. Um, so that was that. There were some other things, but my biggest disappointment, and bro, I'm telling it to you, I know you're going to see the movie, so I apologize to everyone. (sighs) The iconic scene of Superman wearing the black suit is not there. Oh, okay. It's not there. Mm. So, but, I mean, that's... That's part of the story. That is the iconic. So why would DC leave that out? They put him in pajama pants, <laughs> black pajama pants. Oh shit! And uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's left to be said that apparently they didn't want to make the film too depressing. I mean, the film is kind of funny. Like they yeah. took a page out of the yeah, Marvel. Yeah. Book? Yeah, I mean, I guess they learned from Man of Steel, and then they learned from Batman versus Superman. Right, you know, being so emo. Yes. So, but okay, but I get it. But yeah. that's not emo. That's iconic. Yeah. You need to see Superman in a mustache, a yeah. goatee. The last thing I will say is this, and I'm only telling it to you, bro. Mm-hmm. When Superman died, he didn't actually die. Yeah. He was in a, a, a Kryptonian comatose mm-hmm, state. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in this movie. Hmm. How they brought him back to life? Do you want to know or do you want to just watch the film? Uh, what do you think? Should, is it going to spoil the entire movie? It's going to, it's, it makes sense in how they did it. Yeah. It just, I just, it, like it's, it was just why? Why would you do that? <laughs> okay, you know what? Save it. I'll, I'll Say, see yeah, it like myself. you're going to see it and it, it's just <laughs> why? Like why? Um, Cyborg looked amazing. So okay, that's what I heard because you know in the trailer, yeah, he didn't look so good. He didn't. So okay, so I'm glad they kind of um, fixed that though in the act, in the actual films. Okay, yeah, that's, they, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, and th- so they did good. But you'll uh, uh, Flash and Superman race. Yep, of course. Um, I, they race. It was it was it was cool. It happened. They took off, and that's it. Yeah. You don't see anything else. Oh, okay. Bad fucked up CG scene. Yeah. In that. Like you'll yeah. see you'll see it when 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 Clark turns his head, you'll see you'll be like, "Wow, that is clear right. laziness." Right, right, right. So. Wow. Um, so, hey, DC Warner Brothers, yeah. if you're listening, um we're available, you know, if you need some consulting work, you know, kind of help you out, you whatever know. you guys need, because <laughs> you, 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 you're doing okay, you're getting better, it seems like you're graduating each film, and I get it, you want to kind of stay away from Marvel and not copy, but, <sighs> come on, Look, if the formula's not broke, you know, yeah. uh, don't, don't try to reinvent it, fix it and all that I stuff, know. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, on, on to other things. The good news is, is Henry Cavill is going to play in one more Superman film. Yep. I actually like him as Superman. Me too. I think he plays a very good Superman. He, he does. plays a very good Clark Kent. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It will be great. Um, who knows who the villain's going to be? It's probably going to be Lex again. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so enough. That's enough for, uh, for, for comic book news. Um, music of the week. 
Yeah, man. So, yeah, real quick, uh, Music of the Week. So, uh, this past Friday, Fabulous Angelicus dropped a, a co-album, mm-hmm. uh, Friday on Elm Street. Yep. So, um, it's very, very good. Um, if you're a fan of, like, New York hip-hop, yeah. um, you'll, ve- you'll very much enjoy this. Yeah. Um, this is one of those um, albums where... They really didn't use like too many southern beats. You, you're seeing a lot of um, like the trap up north, beats. up north, yeah, yeah, rappers using a lot of trap beats, a lot of different different things like that, a lot of um, southern flows. You're not really getting that with this album. Right. It's it's very much New York, That's very much like. Brooklyn, very much Yonkers. Um, so yeah, man, if you just want to ride out, chill. Um, I actually listened to it um, while I was out on the run, mm-hmm. um, and it's very enjoyable. You know, both of these rappers are both known for their punchlines. Yep. So you're going to get a lot of that, a lot of metaphors. So, bars. Yeah, yeah. Definitely going to be a lot of bars there. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I got to check out that album, man, and get back on my music tip. I've been doing a lot of chill music lately, just trying to stay in my zen. So that's you. one album I'm going to pick up. I feel you. Um, on to the next thing, movie of the week. Uh, believe it or not, I know I ripped Justice League apart just now, yeah. but it's actually my movie of the week. Okay. Um, okay. Although there are there are some things that just just wow, it actually is very entertaining. Yeah. You, you it's not a boring film. Okay. At okay. all, like you're gonna watch it. It's gonna move a little slow for like maybe 15, 20 minutes, and then it just goes. Hmm. Steppenwolf is amazing. Yeah. Um. Superman comes in, does his thing. You'll see that. But Steppenwolf makes it very entertaining. Yeah, um, it was it was it was a good movie. Yeah. Like it, it was it was entertaining. I enjoy it. I will watch it again. Um, so it is my movie of the week. That's what's up. That's um, what's up. I'm definitely I, gonna go see it, um, regardless of any of the spoilers. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want DC to win. I want DC to succeed just like with our political parties. Yeah. You know, you want, you want both political parties to be kind of strong, even though one is, uh, utter bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want them to right. succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So kind of moving on a little bit, uh, no comic book of the week, you know, like I've kind of been saying the last few episodes, I'm really going to try to build up. Um, my collection a little bit more um, and let kind of things pile up because yeah. I'm starting to move away from reading stuff month to month as they come out. Right. You know, I'll just let them pile up for three or four months and just kind of read whole arcs at a time. But there's a book of the week that I am recommending. Um, that's Black Privilege um, by Charlemagne the God. Um, I know he's a very polarizing figure. Yep. Uh, even with me, for instance, you know, um, sometimes I like him, sometimes I hate him. But you know, that's just Charlemagne. But, we need uh, him for who, the culture. By uh, this is too, um, is a very big uh, comic book nerd mm-hmm. as well, and um, of course, you know, he's very much into hip hop. But yeah, it's a good book. Um, kind of semi autobiographical, kind of semi self help. Um, it's a very very good read. That's one thing I will say. Uh, it's a very easy read as well, too. Um, so many funny stories there. So many funny stories. And you'll learn a lot about his background, um, learn about how he kind of uh, came into prominence. Yeah. Um, but also, too, you know, there's some life lessons and some jewels, you know, that he drops, you know, as well, too, in the book. So I say, you know, everybody go ahead and check that one out. It's been a New York bestselling um New York best-selling title for a while now, so um, it's, it's it's well worth your money. Awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, 
I need to check it out. I've heard good things. I haven't been reading lately. I've just been focusing on so many other things. But that's one of those books that I need to I need to sit down and really just go through it. So count that in my lineup soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On to the last thing, man. Um, gaming news. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the Destiny expansion will be out uh, okay. December 5th. So I know you just got Destiny 2, which yep. is great. So I'm going to help you level up. Um, so we can uh, prepare for uh, the Curse of Osiris is coming out um, on the 5th. I, I already have a pre-order, so I'm waiting for that to download. Um, but we've actually connected recently on Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, which is actually a really fun game. It and is. it's beautiful. Oh, man, it looks so good. It is so crisp. It's it's very easy to play. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you, the whole flying scenario with... Um, the X-Wing and the TIE Fighters is very, yeah. it's a little difficult. Yeah. But that in itself is fun. Like, it looks mm-hmm. great. It's the first Star Wars game where when you're in space, like, it, like, you you really, you're in space. Like, it's yeah. dope. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. appreciate that, that shout out, oh, man, yeah, and, yeah, and, no and problem, getting that no Star Wars, yeah, man. right now I'm running on a um, 1080. Yeah. But pretty soon I will have a 4K. Oh, my God. So, I'm just really looking forward to that. <sighs> That upscale when it meant it's yeah. the refresh rate, just the I pixelation. I can't, oh, I can't wait because I mean, like I said, it's it's already beautiful yeah. at 1080 re- mm-hmm. resolution. I, I I can't even imagine what it's gonna look like when I get the 4K. Oh yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. But that's it, man. Yeah, man. Another one in the bag again. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's let the people know where they can find us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all can find us at Four Millennials at IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can also email us any questions, feedback, anything. You just want to shoot the shit. Uh, four Millennials at gmail.com. That's the number four, I-N, Millennials. That's it. And you can find your boy at Pablo Duck Canadian. On Instagram, you can find me at Paul Samuels on Facebook. Yep, yep. Uh, and you can find me at uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, Duchala. That's D-U-C-H-A-L-L-A. Absolutely. Hit me up. Yeah, and if you guys want to chit-chat, give us your feedback. We appreciate y'all in uh, your comments lately and telling us how you're feeling about the show. Please continue to do that. Um, we, we just want to keep having the conversation. So until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.